Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on October 3rd, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions, a local advertising agency. Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, Your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of The South Bay Show, Jackie Balastra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Okay, um, riddle me this. Um, yeah. How do you know? How do you know summer is officially over? How do you know summer is officially over, Jackie? I'm asking. Any ideas? <laughs> um. Uh, no. No idea whatsoever. Okay. All right, I won't keep you in suspense. It's when you have to put the heat on for the first time. Was was it just last night? It, there were some cold nights before. Um, no, actually, it was uh, earlier. It was earlier this week. It was oh. earlier this week. Oh. Uh, uh, actually, it might have even been over. It might have even maybe over the weekend. I can't remember, but I distinctly remember waking up. My husband was already up, and uh, I I heard the heat register. 
And I was like, oh, right. okay, summer's officially over. But there, there is a little chill in the air, if you've noticed. Yes. Yes, I have noticed. My wife and I added an extra blanket uh, to the bed uh, about a week ago. Yeah, I actually I, I, I actually said to JB this morning, uh, I said maybe uh, it's time to put the comforter back on. Take the light blanket off and put the comforter mm-hmm. back on. But but you know how it is. You know, the shoulder seasons are always a little schizophrenic. You know, it cooled off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It'll heat up again. You know, and then it'll get cool. Mm-hmm. Heat up again. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh Absolutely, but we love it. We love it. So I, I am excited. What? No, I like what? it. I like the change of seasons. I, I've always enjoyed the change I of do. seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I I love what we're doing today. I I think this is a great uh, show we're doing today, and I certainly hope we can share this show internationally and really get it uh, shared around the world and and exploit the advantage of having online radio where people from all over the world can listen to this. So uh, I'm excited about our guest today. Jackie, who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning is Quinn Fitzgerald, who's a board member of the World Open Water Swimming Association, also known as WOWZA. Uh, Now, WOWZA was founded in 2005 as a much-needed umbrella organization for the over 15,000 open water races held annually around the world. Uh, The organization has standardized rules and results. Uh, They established globally adopted vernacular, and they publicize open water events. There is currently a vibrant and active membership of over 70,000 people. Um, While the presents... uh, Ocean Fest 2019 on Saturday, October 5th, and Sunday, October 6th at Seaside Lagoon in Redondo Beach. The two-day event features ocean workshops, inspirational speakers, ocean races, uh, wards, raffle, beer garden, food trucks, uh, music, and more. And this morning, we're going to learn all about it. Well, Quinn, I mean, this is an amazing website, wonderful website, and the, the – uh cover of the magazine open water november 2013 actually has a picture of someone that i think uh looks looks so much like a neighbor of mine uh who i know is into open water uh swimming a neighbor of mine in hermosa beach so let's start with it very very well could be what that's amazing it very well could be it's amazing tell us what is wowza yeah Great. I'm glad you asked. WOWZA, it stands for the World Open Water Swimming Association, and we are a global governing body for the sport. And the way to think about it is when you think about Ironman or cycling, there there are communities and a globally understood narrative around what it means to do those sports. And with open water swimming, we've always felt that that could be better defined, and that's really our mission to connect the person who swims peer-to-peer every year uh, with the person doing an English channel, with the person who swims uh, in a lake in the Alps every summer. Um, And they're all doing open water swimming. 
and it's a beautiful sport. It's growing tremendously, and we wanted to help support it um, and connect this global community, and we're going to do that here this weekend in Redondo Beach. Right. I have right. to ask. I have. I have to ask you, Quinn. Um, I've experienced something similar to what you've done with Wow, but just on a much smaller level. Is this something that one person or a couple of people or you who got who 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 said we need to bring this together? So, How did that so come great. About? Yeah, great, great question. So, Stephen Munitones is uh, the founder of Wowza, and he's also kind of the godfather of open water swimming. He has been writing about the sport, doing the sport for about 40 years. And he swam undergraduate at Harvard, but he's a, he's a native of Southern California. And as he used to run the Waikiki rough water swim, he's been a, um, a coach for many, many years. Uh, he is really the one who helped get the sport into the Olympics, and he's been an official and on various governing bodies, and he just kind of knows more than everyone, anyone and has been around longer um, and is such an evangelist for the sport. And he's been doing this solo for a very long time, about 10 years. I joined uh, about two years ago with another guy named Antonio Arguelles, who is a a well-renowned Mexican open water swimmer. And the three of us just decided that there's something in the air, or I should say in the water, and there's a tipping point happening. People are getting excited, and I don't know whether it's injured triathletes or people looking for more extreme sports, but there's a lot more interest. The sheer volume of events has grown. And if you go to our website at openwaterswimming.com, you can see an event calendar where we are adding events from around the world. Uh, we estimate there are between 10 and 15,000 open water races taking place around the world. And everyone is so localized. Um, you know, everyone has their little hmm. pod that they swim with. Um, but we want to kind of connect this global community, but also reach out to newcomers who maybe never even thought that this was an option for exercise. So, so that's kind of the goal. Stephen Munitones is the uh, is, is the founder and the godfather of open water swimming, and uh, we're just supporting mm-hmm. his vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it what I'm what I'm excited about, you know, for us and this, this show <laughs> is that this show can be shared globally. People can share this show with anyone on Earth via email, and uh, I think this would be a great experiment to see how well this can be shared. And what are some of the things uh, it comes to mind then, uh, Quinn, what are some of the things that we can tell people in various parts of the world about how to connect with their, as you say, their local pod? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I would, I would tell them to go to our website and, uh, you can fill out a profile. We're, we're basically making a mini social network where people can find yeah. each other. I know a lot of people travel for vacation, for work, and I get emails and see on Facebook all the time people want to know where to swim. Um, and we're hoping this can be a repository for uh, advice and information about where to swim, where to find 
communities of swimmers, uh, where to find coaches, where to find kayakers, uh, what routes to go. Um, and so we're building up this database slowly, um, and it's a community, and it's also an event calendar for organized races too. So I would say mm -hmm. go poke around on our website and uh, help us build this community. Excellent. Um, and find your local pod. I love that part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pod, pod is, is, you know, obviously a pod of dolphins, but it's, it's used in the open water swimming community to talk about your close net of friends that you swim with regularly, which is pretty sure. cute, I think. I th I <laughs> sure, love I got it. I, lo I love that it's so inclusive. Um, open water swimming uh, as long as I guess you're not in a pool, right? I mean, it could be a river, it could be a lake, it could be the ocean, it could be uh, uh, intercoastal, it could be uh, just about anything, a any place in the world, a canal maybe. Absolutely. People get very creative with the bodies of water they swim in. Uh, we, we support, and I went recently to, uh, to Russia and competed in an open water swim meet, I should say, where they carved a swimming pool out of a frozen lake and put in lane lines like it was a pool and had a swim meet in uh, zero degree water, no wetsuit, zero degree Celsius water, no, no wetsuit. And it's, mm -hmm. it's called ice swimming. And the founder of the International Ice Swimming Association is actually here in the South Bay and attending our Wowza Ocean Fest this weekend. Mm -hmm. well, okay, that uh, that just sounds a little extreme, doesn't it, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Zero degrees Celsius is freezing, frozen. Uh, yeah, no wet. <laughs> did you hear the Did you hear the no wetsuit part? I I I, I heard that part. I I don't want to think about it, but I've heard that part. I heard that part. Um, yeah. The other thing that, that occurs to me. The other thing that occurs to me, Quinn, is that anyone involved anywhere in the world uh, with their local pod in open water swimming is going to be by nature an environmentalist, by nature someone who enjoys nature and enjoys the outdoors. And, of course, water, water is, is one of the areas where you see the impacts of pollution and the impacts of, uh, you know, industrialization and, and so many of, uh, of the other sort of the, the dark side of progress. And I wonder, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Um, what what uh, some of your members must be quite, quite uh, vocal like environmentalists. A hundred percent. Yeah. That, and, and that's a great point. I think, you know, our waters are, are uh, so vulnerable and oftentimes we don't, we don't think about it when we go through our daily lives, but you know, you look, you look back at American history and guess who the first environmentalists were in the world. They were, they were hunters uh, because they were the ones mm -hmm. who were venturing into the bush and they understood the importance of protecting. So, you know, recreation, um, and environmentalism has, has come hand in hand. And I think when you're mm -hmm. you know, immersed in water, it's all the more relevant. I mean, you really feel it. You feel you're entering this new medium and, you know, it's not, it's a foreign body. You're, you're, you're swimming out there with nature. You're kind of giving yourself to nature. You're vulnerable. And, um, 
it, it, that enhances this feeling of, of connecting with nature and, um, you know, being a steward of it is really important. And that's why this weekend we're, we're partnering with uh, Heal the Bay, um, which is, you know, just a wonderful organization beloved um, mm. for their, their protection of the Santa Monica Bay. And uh, they're going to be set up um, at a booth all weekend. And uh, we're going to be serving Heal the Bay IPA at the Beer Garden. Um, and a lot of our <laughs> proceeds are going to go to them as well. Uh, but what I love about what they've done is uh, they have a beach report card. And I think, I think people don't necessarily understand um, how to think about water quality and water pollution. Um, and they made it very simple. They took a bunch of data, a bunch of historical data about water quality and pollution, um, and they put it into an easily understood A, B, C, D rating um, report card, and they, get, they give it a score. And, it, and it's dynamic. It, it, it changes over the course of the year, but there's an average rating over the course of the year. And so you can really, you know, be proud and get behind uh, – you know, the record in the South Bay, which has been virtually straight A's. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't, talk, we haven't talked about this yet, but, um, you know, this event this weekend started because the mayor, Bill Brand of Redondo Beach, um, uh, came to our conference last year, and he has made it his, his mission to try to bring the LA 2028 open water course to yeah. Redondo Beach. And one, one of our compelling arguments is, look, we in the South Bay, we take care of our water. We're aware of the watershed. We have uh, a great rating from Heal the Bay Beach Report Card. Um, and this is just beautiful water to swim in. And uh, we think it's better than, and I, I, I certainly don't want to badmouth the city I, I, I love, but one, there's talk of hosting the swim um, right near Long Beach Harbor, which is, which is fine. It's a, it, it just looks a little industrial and the, and the water does not get a great rate rating from the, the beach report card. And, you know, when you're talking about Olympians swimming on the biggest stage in the world, you really want to give them the best. And uh, I, for one, would love to see the South Bay um, be home to that, to that swim and to the Olympics uh, because in 84, mm-hmm. the South Bay did not get, any events um and it was so close uh and so bill brand myself wowza and a bunch of the swimming community uh and hopefully after this weekend locals will get behind this effort to support redondo beach as the proposed course for the la 2028 olympics right i can't joe i don't I, i i can't imagine a prettier place to hold the event i mean talk about a backdrop you know, the Palos Verdes is pretty cool. It's beautiful. Yeah, it, yeah. It's you got the cliffs, Palos Verdes, and uh, that, <clears> yeah, <throat> that would be way nicer than Long Beach. I mean, don't get me wrong, we all love Beach, but we all love Long Beach. But as you said, it's a little industrial. Um, right. Not, not, not the you know sunny California scene you expect, uh, but the South Bay certainly is. And, and I the community, think... you know, the, the community is such a welcoming, quintessential Southern California beach town to showcase to the world. I can't imagine a better place. Where, where, right. where right. would the, where, what it, what exactly is the swim course? It would it start yeah. down at Rad. Right. 
so to like the Redondo yeah. Beach Pier or what? Tell us about that. Yeah. So, so for for those who don't know, the the Olympic 10K marathon swim um, is 10 kilometers. So it's a long distance race. Um, takes takes Olympians about two plus hours, two hours, and the course we are doing this weekend. So we're running a 10K, 5K, 1K, and even a 100 and 200 meter fun swim. Um, uh, for those in the audience who want to come out, we're doing ocean workshops on Saturday and then the races on Sunday. So we're going to preview a proposed course. And now this could, this could absolutely change. Uh, but what we wanted to do was we're starting from Veterans Park and we're going all the way down the peninsula all the way down to hit Palos Verdes Peninsula. Um, we have a feed station set up there so people can take a rest on rest mats uh, that are floating in the water. Uh, that's provided by Cliff Bar with uh, blocks and uh, hydration. And then they keep going down the peninsula and there's a little kind of alcove. Um, the first point you get onto the peninsula uh, is about two kilometers down the peninsula uh, that's where the turnaround point is, and then they kind of come right back. So, so it's basically like an L shape, um, but you get the backdrop of the Palos Verdes Peninsula. But what's also beautiful is the elevated viewing. So Swim Across America is uh, a wonderful organization that fights cancer through organized swims. But for our event this weekend, they're organizing a hike along the course in the Esplanade in Redondo Beach is just amazing to view. You're looking down at the swimmers and you can really see them. And, you know, historically open water swimming has not been a great spectator sport. And mm -hmm. we think the elevated vantage point of the Esplanade and then even the path along the peninsula just allows people to kind of walk along the race. And so this hike is coordinated going to start right with the 10k race and so they're going to follow the swimmers um and watch the race which is going to be a lot of fun and i've never i've never seen that done i've never seen an open water venue use um topography like that and i think it's going to be a game changer for the sport that you know right. something that is so joe i don't know how familiar you are with the esplanade i'm on it all the time but right. it it's not right. just the Esplanade. When you get to about Knob Hill, there's a little jog and some stairs, and then there's a there's a a a, a, a walkway above the bike path that takes yep. you all yep. the way to the pier. So you can literally go because Veterans Park is, is is right is. I'm trying to think. Veterans Park, mm -hmm. and there's the parking lot. And then and right. then the pathway starts right, and then it goes it goes up above the bike path, and as I said, you, you right. get to Knob Hill and you got to go up some stairs and you pop back out on the Esplanade, and and you can walk that all the way. Uh, that that's all wow, that's way. a yeah. that's a really good idea. You're right, you'd be able it to see is, the whole thing. I think when you when you when you Quinn when you think about uh, the Olympics, you think about uh, optics, television, mm. uh, yeah, you know. The television producers among the Olympic committee, those that are looking for how the Olympics will look, will find this to be the ideal open water swimming venue. You know, that's that's 100 percent the hope. And uh, we've hired some great videographers to capture this. Um, 
And, you know, we, we decided not to wade into the politics, but just right. to show why this is an amazing race. You know, there, there, right. there are all kinds of politics behind the scenes, but, but our strategy right. here is to just put on an amazing race, capture it for the world to see, bring it to the decision makers at the Olympic Committee, at NBC, um, the swimming community at large, and, and really rally behind this being, you know, a beautiful course. And, you know, historically, open water swimming, it kind of grew out of pool swimming. And I think a lot of the officials and a lot of the attitudes around um, open water swimming have been very conservative. They've wanted it in very placid water, and they've, they've wanted to swim in uh, a rectangle. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's, that's perfectly fine. I just think there's something about open ocean that captures the imagination. It's beautiful. It's stunning. There's nature. There's wildlife. There's strategy around how to read the tides and the currents and really knowing a body of water um, that I think makes open water swimming unique that we'd like to see infused into the sport. And that's part of what we're doing too. Quinn, it, Quinn, <laughs> I got to tell you, <laughs> I mean, a placid water, it takes away all the adventure. I mean, totally. you know, it totally takes away the adventure. And I mean, it would, I, look, at, don't get me wrong, but it would be a heck of a lot more exciting to watch when we got a bunch of whitecaps out there, people trying to swim through it. You know what I mean? I mean, yep. it happens once yep. in a while, but it kind of, it, it really um, adds an entirely different dimension to it. You know, uh, that, yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I agree with you that, it, that so much excitement comes into it just from that aspect. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. So, I, And if you, you, and if you, you t- think about it, if you think about it, I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing the coastline of uh, Los Angeles, okay, because it's Los Angeles the Olympics are going to be in, right? It's not San Diego, it's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, you know, because I ride the bike path, you know, we go all the way up to, you know, Santa Monica um, when we, when we do our mm-hmm. bike rides. Um, there really is no other place along the Los Angeles coastline where you have that consistent elevated view. I, I, you know, there's a bike no. path, yes, but it's not elevated. Um, when you get no. up into the Palisades, there's elevation, Malibu, but not there, there's no far. place where you can – That's too high. Well, well there, no, there's no place elevated to watch it from. You, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, Malibu well, you certainly well, can. Uh, you got PCH and then you got Holmes. Well, there is in Santa Monica, but you're too far from the water that you really can't right. see the swimmer. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I think if you were going to go up and down the whole coast of California, I don't think you'd find a better, yeah. a better venue for an open yeah. water race. I can't speak to so. the rest of California. You know, we just know our, <laughs> our South Bay and, Los, right. you know, Los Angeles. And as I said, it's a lot, it's, the Olympics will be in Los Angeles. They're not going to be in San Diego or San Francisco. It's here. So if right. you think about the Los Angeles coastline, I, I, I'm, I can't I can't see any place else. Even going down South Long Beach, they have a bike path, but again, it's flat. It's not elevated. Right, right. Uh, right. And, and you also have the benefit. It's a little protected. The Santa Monica Bay uh, keeps it from you know having huge swells, especially over in that you know, southern corner where the Palos Verdes Peninsula hits. 
And, and, and that's compelling too, because you, you really don't want huge swells, but you want there to, you want it to feel like open ocean and with the viewing, um, I mean, not to mention the community. I mean, the South Bay community, and there's a, there's actually a rich history. So we're we're hosting Wowza Ocean Fest this weekend at the Seaside Lagoon, and outside of the Seaside Lagoon, you will see a bronze stash, statue of the two Maestrel brothers who were pioneers uh-huh. in really ocean exploration. And right. if you look back at at the history of Redondo Beach, um, this was the original kind of surf town. I mean, this was, it was the port for LA for many years uh, before Long Beach. Um, and, you know, the, the, the first kind of wetsuits, the first surfing on the mainland um, was really done right here. And I think that's such cool history. And I think that's part of the story that we want to, we want to tell the world about the South Bay. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's an ocean, mm-hmm. it's an ocean culture. It's an ocean community. Um, and that's that's certainly something to be celebrated. George Freep. George Freep. Right? <coughs> yes. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a bust of him down on the pier. Um. Hey Joe, why don't you do uh, our station break and uh, we'll come back and we'll get <clears throat> into the weeds on the event this weekend. All right, let's do that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the South Bay Show, and uh, it's a very exciting day uh, for us to celebrate uh, Wowza. But, of course, we celebrate some of the finest available events and organizations and, and businesses in the South Bay every week, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. On Thursdays, it's the South Bay Show Spotlight the South Bay Spotlight. And uh, we, we spotlight from throughout the South Bay uh, a fine uh, restaurant or business or, or organization or event. And then on Fridays, we're proud to be sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber for the Manhattan uh, Chamber, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. And that uh, show is, is, is similar to Thursday, but it focuses on Manhattan Beach the business community, the, the, the members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, and uh, that is a, an amazing uh, show, and uh, we're, we're so proud to be sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber on Fridays at 8 a.m. Join us every week. Share this with your neighbors and friends, and via email, you can share this show with anyone on the planet. So please do share it with your neighbors and friends from all over the country and all over the world. And uh, we're going to be right back with Wowza. So Jackie, <laughs> what's going on? Okay. All right. So as we said, uh, uh, their Wowza is doing Ocean Fest 2019 this weekend, Saturday, October 5th and Sunday, October 6th at Seaside Lagoon in Redondo Beach. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, uh, workshops, speakers, races. Uh, so, so Quinn, would you take us through the schedule, what, what's going to happen on Saturday and what's going to go down on Sunday so people know Absolutely. what to expect? <clears throat> Absolutely. So the day kicks off with morning yoga at 8 a.m. with the Beach Cities Health District, uh, who have been uh, wonderful partners on this event. Um, you know, they're just a, a beacon of, of health in the community, um, and we wanted to do something special with them. So they're, 
they're doing organizing a yoga class outside in the lagoon. For those that haven't been to the Seaside Lagoon, what an amazing venue. I mean, Sandy Beach, beautiful. The fountains will be running. Uh, the weather is supposed to be gorgeous. Um, we have a giant bouncy house for kids, so people are going to bring their whole family. Uh, so that's at 8 a.m. But also at 8 a.m., we're doing something a little crazy. We're doing a live Guinness World Record attempt. So Wowza is an organization. We partner with the Guinness World Record to ratify all of the records that take place in open water, um, and in this case, in an endless swimming pool. And if you don't know what an endless swimming pool is, it's basically a treadmill for runners, for swimmers. There's a, a counter current that you swim against and you swim in place. So it's a, it's a pool. It's about 15 feet long. And so later today, we're getting a forklift and we're taking a pool into the seaside lagoon. We're going to set it up. We're going to fill it with water. Um, and then on Saturday morning, a woman named Yuko Matsuzuki is going to swim uh, for 24 hours straight, fingers crossed, and break the <clears throat> excuse me, and break the world record for the longest consecutive swim in an endless pool. So live <laughs> right in front of us at the Seaside Lagoon. Um, anybody so that anybody that, anybody that reads Outside Magazine knows that name. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I've 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 read about her. Uh, and she's yeah, kind of renowned super- marathon swimmer, international swimming yeah. uh, marathon swimming Hall of Famer. Um, she's a she's a true rock star in the, in the sport, and she's always wanted to do this. Uh, Endless Pools is partnering with us and supplying the pool, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So we we have uh, we, people are taking shifts, like watching her and making sure. But we have a whole festival going on around her, so it should be a lot of fun. So that that's the morning. That's what kicks off in the morning um, at. Uh, at 9 a.m. from 9 to 11, we're doing a mini uh, speaker session. We, we call it our Wavemaker Speaker Series, and we have two of them from 9 to 11 and 2 to 4. And the speakers are um, people, the, the morning session, we have a guy named Paul Asmith, who's one of the most successful marathon swimmers of all time. He has a book out uh, called The Sport of the Soul, Marathon Swimming, The Sport of the Soul, um, he's flying down. He works at a winery up in Northern California. Uh, we have a woman named Melissa Blaustein who's speaking, who was a beginner swimmer two years ago and just did the English channel. So she's going to talk about kind of newcomers <laughs> coming to the sport. Um, I'm sorry, have, Quinn. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, as someone who is not a very strong swimmer, I, I, I don't know those, those phrases, beginning swimmer, Swam the English Channel. They just don't go together. <laughs> What's going on here? It's amazing. It takes it takes a lot of grit. Who is this woman? A whole lot of grit. Who is um, this woman? Well, she's a good friend of Tell mine. She 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 trains uh, in the San Francisco Bay, where there's uh, an amazing community of open water swimmers, and it's a little colder up there, so they're they're hardy folks, and there's a community of people who have done probably collectively more channel swims than anyone in the world. And she got kind of swept into this, um, this world and grabbed it by the horns and has been very successful. It's really impressive. And I, and I, and I, I like highlighting her just because 
you know, the sport is accessible. I think a lot of people, it, it feels intimidating um, and a little extreme. And in a lot of ways it is, but um, it's, it's not about speed, you know, the, the, at, at the higher levels of the long distance swimming, these guys aren't trying to, to, to swim like speed demons, um, like the Olympic pool swimmers, the, they're, it's about endurance and, you know, the endurance sports world has really undergone, you know, rapid growth in the last decade. Um, and open water swimming is just the next, uh, the next exciting part of that, that movement. And she, she's a great okay. example. So, okay. um, we also, we also, in that same session, we have a guy and these are short little Ted talks. So it's not a conference. It's just, there's a little speaker pavilion over on the side. We have an MC. Um, and so we're rapid fire, 10 minute talks, five minute Q and a. Um, so, th so the next speaker is a guy named, uh, Ram Barkai, who is the founder of the international ice swimming association who interestingly is trying to make ice swimming a winter Olympic sport, which <laughs> is pretty crazy. So he's going to talk about that. Um, mm. I just got back from uh, Russia last March where I kind of saw it in the flesh and was blown away. I mean, very Eastern European focused. He's actually South African. He flew in from South Africa today um, and he'll be chatting about the crazy world of ice swimming. We have a guy named Brian Mayhard who uh, coaches people through swimming the North Channel from Scotland to Ireland, a kind of another extreme um, part of the sport. We have an Australian woman named Shelley Taylor-Smith, who is the most successful female um, open water swimming and swimmer in her time. And in Australia, swimmers are truly celebrities. Um, so she's really a, a, a big deal. She's written a book. She's a coach. Um, and has a lot to say about the, the history of the sport and, and where it's come, come from and where it's going. Um, and then we have Stephen Munitones, who's going to talk about uh, how he got uh, open water into the Olympics and the kind of history of open water swimming in the Olympics. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's from 9 to 11. Um, and then, uh, from, then we open the beer garden. We felt we felt like that needed to happen at some point. That'll happen in the middle of the day, <laughs> uh, which is provided by Golden Road Brewing, uh, who are big supporters of swimming. The, the the founder of Golden Road is I actually swam with in college, uh, so we're keeping it in the swimming family. And they're local. They're they're uh, LA LA brewery um, with with amazing craft beers, um, and they're also going to be serving. Heal the Bay IPA, um, where proceeds go to support Heal the Bay. Um, we have food mm -hmm. trucks out. We're going to be rotating food trucks. One of them is Miso Hungry, uh, a few others, and those will rotate throughout the day. Um, from 11 to 1, we have ocean workshops, and we've designed these for beginners, intermediate, and uh, racers. So, you know, kind of almost professional level um, swimmers. And we have three wonderful organizations leading the different groups. Swim Labs is leading the beginner the beginner workshop, and they, they run swim schools and also help triathletes who are kind of, you know, beginners, um, and they have locations uh, up and down the coast. Um, and so 
we're, we're basically going to meet at Seaside Lagoon, walk over to Veterans Park, do an ocean workshop. We have buoys set up. We have beach lifeguards ready. Um, the intermediate is run by Water World Swim, which is a, a global organization, but they're based in San Francisco. Um, and then the advanced workshop is run by uh, Tower 26, uh, Jerry Rodriguez, who is really um, a big name in the triathlon community, and he runs um, he runs regular morning swims in Santa Monica, and he actually just added um, one this summer in Redondo Beach. So, um, so he's going to kind of take on the the people who are looking for more racing tips. They're racing on Sunday, and they want to know, um, you know, how to how to take a turn buoy a little bit faster, or how to draft, or you know, how to, how to sight, how to lift your head up and look at the buoy before you put your head down. Some of the more technical details. So three ocean mm-hmm. workshops, but I really want to emphasize the beginner one, just because there's so many people out there who'd get just tremendous joy out of swimming in the ocean, but they don't. And there might be a few reasons for that. Maybe uh, they're intimidated. They, they don't know how to duck away. They don't know how to read the, the currents or tides, you know, when it's safe. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they have body image issues. Maybe, you know, there are all kinds of reasons people don't get in the water and, and we just want to be an open arms, welcome community and, uh, and, and get wet. Let's get, get in the water together. So, so those are our ocean workshops from 11 to one. Um, we have a, uh, then 2 PM, we have our wave makers speaker series. The mayor is going to talk about bringing the Olympics to Redondo beach uh, Shelly Luce, CEO of Heal the Bay. Uh, Jamal Hill is a Paralympian uh, who is also a philanthropist, an educator, a coach. Uh, he's, he's local. He grew up in Inglewood. He's got an amazing story. Um, uh, Pablo Fernandez Alvarez is, uh, is speaking. He's a, a Spaniard who is flying in today. Um, and actually, tomorrow morning, he's going to swim a 10K um, uh, with uh, shackles around his ankles and try to break a Guinness World Record. Uh, he's going to swim it along the course. Uh, so he's going to be the first one to swim our course. And, well, well, uh, hey, wait, 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 just, just hold the phone right there. Did you say shackles? I, I, I did. They're going to be around his ankles, and no, no one's ever done it before. Um, and, and why he, would why would anybody want to do this? <laughs> you know, because they're it's, cause it's they're a great question. Off I think Riker of, Island. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, if you're on if you're on Riker Island and you're a prisoner and you need to get to the 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 you know Oakland or you know you're gonna go all the way to you know you gotta you, you may have to. I, I get the feeling right. this That's guy. That's very practical. I get the feeling <laughs> this guy is much. Happy on a few, many two times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let's uh, let's hope he doesn't have to escape from prison anytime soon. But if he did, he would <laughs> right. be very well. Um, so you know, I think with with a lot of this stuff, it, it, it sounds extreme, and you know, the question why always comes up, and and I think the answer to that is the same for all of it. It we're we're pushing human limits, and you don't. There's no practical use, um, but it's a personal challenge. Uh, it's it's a you know global challenge. Knowing where those human limits are and continually pushing them is is something exciting that uh, we can all rally behind. Everyone, everyone I know anyway, grew up reading 
the Guinness Book of World Records and you know, you'd find these obscure records and it was silly, but it was also awe inspiring. And, uh, you know, I think, I think this is, this is part of that and we're, we're excited to be part of that. Um, so, so Pablo is going to talk about, he's a very successful entrepreneur from, from Spain and he's going to talk about a fund he just set up to support, uh, the plat specifically plastic in our ocean. How do we combat plastic in our ocean? Oh. Um, and he's doing and he's doing this swim to raise awareness for that, which is great. Um, we have another woman named Sarah Turner, who's kind of we're, we're calling her like an ocean psychologist, and she is uh, very interested in the healing powers of ocean of the ocean for for lots of you know lots of things, uh, learning developmental issues, um, um, and, and you know that's that's her focus. But I've heard of people you know, using it to address everything from PTSD to some other chronic illnesses. Uh, and, you know, the ocean's a powerful, a powerful place. And, you know, there's a lot of research out there and a lot more to be done, but there, she's kind of on the vanguard of that. And I think that'll be interesting to a lot of people. Um, and so anyway, so those, those are our speakers from, from two to four, but again, I want to emphasize it's not a conference. There, there'll be a booth set up all throughout the event where you can, you can buy gear. Uh, Finice is coming, um, which is a, a very, very successful uh, and popular swim uh, swim company that produces all kinds of equipment and apparel uh, for for swimmers. They're going to have a booth. Orca is going to have some wetsuits out. Um, we're going to have bikinis and swimsuits and goggles. Um, Cliff Bar is going to have a big booth. Um, and then that, so that's, that kind of gets us, you know, through the day. I mean, there's, there's just activity going on. People should just come hang out, have a picnic, um, sit, sit in the sand, uh, watch a speaker, go to the beer garden. Um, and then at 5 PM, we're doing a Hawaiian luau and it's a, uh, it's a dinner, but it's also an award show. So we're going to do a buffet dinner provided by captain kids and uh it's hawaiian themed so wear your hawaiian shirt but it's also our guinness world record ceremony so so yeah this event is a race and it's a festival but we're also celebrating and honoring all of the people who broke a guinness world record this year and we also do our own awards for wowza man of the year woman of the year um and it's this is the best place to come and meet some of the amazing international people who are Descending on the South Bay, uh, I want to mention uh, Ion Tiran, who is uh, Moldovan, who is our Wowza Man of the Year, and he just got into town today, and he was recently nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for his effort raising awareness for peace. He did a swim for peace down a river, essentially in a war zone. And he got tons of mm -hmm. media attention, and it was just a beautiful symbolic gesture. And he's being nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for that. He's a, a very successful marathon swimmer in his own right, uh, and he's our Wowza Man of the Year, so we're going to be honoring him. And we have those ridiculously large framed certificates and some official, they call them adjudicators from the Guinness World Records. So there'll be some pomp and circumstance around it, but it's a social dinner. It's a luau. Um, and that's from five to eight. And so that's, that's our day on Saturday. Um, and that's before we even get to the racing on Sunday. 
Wow. Now, yeah. I, I yeah, have to wow. ask, is, you, you're, you, you want the community to come down and check it out. Is there, is there a fee to attend? Yeah, great question. So, so we recently made it 100% free if you register online to come to any of the activities. The, the luau dinners a little bit more. The ocean workshops uh, cost a little bit. It's $30 for the ocean workshops. It's $40 for the Hawaiian luau. Um, but everything else is free if you register online or $10 at the door. So we really want to bring the community out. Um, and there's, there, uh, there are a couple, a couple rumors also that we're going to have the LA King girls <laughs> come down and help support the start of the race on Sunday, um, which will be, which will be a lot of fun. I mean, I think, I think the race on Sunday is, is obviously a big highlight, um, but there's so much fun stuff happening on on Saturday. So, so yeah. What time is the race on? Yeah, so the race on Sunday is uh, the race kicks off at 9 a.m. We're all meeting at the Seaside Lagoon. If you want to participate, we're doing a really fun parade from Seaside Lagoon at 8:30. We're going to have the Redondo Union High School marching band lead us from the Seaside Lagoon over to Veterans Park along the pier. Uh, and, and down to the starting line. Um, then we're going to blow the horn and kick off the 10K folks, then 5K, then 1K. Then we're going to do <clears throat> the 100 and 200 fun swims for, for beginners. I know the mayor is doing the 100-meter swim. Um, he's had some health issues, and uh, so he's just doing the 100. He wanted to make it clear that he, he would otherwise be doing the 10K. Um, yeah. And so if you want to come down and swim, swim with the mayor, you should do that. You can you can register on Saturday, uh, just the day before at the event. So uh, if you're coming for the festival, we encourage you to sign up to to swim on Sunday. There's also a woman you'll, you guys will love this. Um, there's a an Estonian woman who is swimming the 10K in a monofin. Do you guys know what a monofin is? Um, so it's exactly it, it, what it sounds like. <clears throat> you put two feet into one fin, and it's essentially a mermaid tail. So she has this mermaid yeah. tail fin that's beautiful, and she just kicks, butterfly kick, uh, underwater for a few kicks and grabs a breath, and she looks like a mermaid. She's this beautiful Estonian woman um, who is a big environmentalist as well. She's based in Florida. She's coming out, and she's doing the, the 10K <laughs> in a mermaid monofin. Um, oh, boy. It should be <laughs> now, a spectacle. Now, now, I have a question about that, uh, Quinn. I mean, I I know that uh, there are the, you know, the historic and the, literal, the literature uh, that that is makes this uh, sort of uh, romantic and all of that. But is there a physical... Uh, advantage to a monofin because I believe I saw a documentary at one point where it was said that the monofin allows you to, you know, basically use both legs at the same time and therefore conserve energy. So you could perhaps go yeah. farther. Is that true? hundred oh, percent. It is, it is by far the fastest way to get through water is to put on, wow. put on a monofin. Um, wow. And, you know, you, you can keep your feet together, but you can't get them perfectly together. But if you can harness the, the energy 
uh, from both of your legs and, and really your core. You know, you watch good butterfly right. kickers the and they're really, you're really generating the power from their core. And, right. and you can put that energy into one concentrated uh, area that the fin provides. Um, right. It's, it's really, and it's, right. used, it's used as a, as a training tool for a lot of, a lot of swimmers because, you know, they joke in swimming that butterfly right. kick has become the, the fifth stroke, you know, so much of freestyle events right. are done underwater now um, because right. we, we've learned that we can, we can really, really create some velocity uh, underwater with the, with the dolphin kick. Um, so, so, the, now, you know, the mermaid just, thing is, is a, is a fun, a fun spectacle. Um, and, and she's a lovely woman, but no it's shackles. also wow. like a, a great, no shackles, yeah, right? no, yeah, well, a kind of shackle no shackle. a mermaid. Got a monocle. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, okay. Let me let me ask a silly question, Finn, because I I am completely ignorant. Uh, well, before the show, I was completely ignorant about open water swimming. Um, do do what are the regulations with regard to the swimmers? Do, do they use fins? Are they allowed to use fins? Regular fins? Uh, or or is there what what are the rules? What can you do? Can't do? If you're yeah, competing good, in the good question. So, you know, so for, I mean, swimming is a very uh, minimalist sport. So for, for, you know, true competitive racing, you know, no gear, cap goggles, swimsuit, that's it. Um, and, but, but we, we want to, um, we, we created a division for gear, which can be any gear. If you want to wear a snorkel and swim, you can wear a snorkel. Um, fins, paddles, anything, anything you want. So for the 1K and the 10K, we offered that as an option um, for for folks. And and I just think it's fun. I mean, a lot of a lot of swimmers use gear. They're used to gear. It, it's a it's a good aid. It might give people confidence to step up to do a little bit longer distance. Um, you know, those are not the competitive divisions, but uh, it's it's just fun. All right. So it's really for everybody. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's really for everybody. If you want to wear your wetsuit and a snorkel, come on down. Yep, totally, totally. Okay. Yeah, the water, the water temperature, by the way, is unseasonably warm. Uh, it was 70 the other day. C- could go down to 68, but for this time of year, that is phenomenal. It's great. Uh, yeah, I, the water is always the warmest in September. That's always been my experience. It's gorgeous, and it's only, yep. what, October 3rd. So, oh, boy. Wow. Joe? That hour flew. Yeah, it it really did. Uh, this is a fascinating discussion, and uh, I just I I uh, I just uh, to continue on that uh, documentary that I saw. You know, um, dolphins are mammals, uh, yep. and they moved from the land to the ocean. They were they obviously we all come from the ocean, but they 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 were on land and then they moved back to the ocean. Maybe they were forced uh, because of, uh, uh, you know, uh, flooding or whatever. But uh, in the process, they went obviously to a single fin uh, body style because that is most efficient. The efficiency of the bodies of dolphins and, uh, you know, those mammals that occupy the water is, the efficiency that is required and uh it's just it's amazing to see these things being uh employed by humans and quinn 
what an amazing uh, journey this is. Wowza. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Wowza. Wowza is right. Let me just say one, one <laughs> last thing. I mean, there's so many amazing people that, that are going to be there. Um, you know, U- USA Swimming is the governing body for the sport domestically. Um, they're, they're bringing some incredible athletes. The only male to have qualified uh, for the Olympics already is a guy named Jordan Wilimowski, the only U.S. male. Um, and he qualified in, in Miami last year. And he trains locally, and he's coming to our event. He's going to swim the 5K, and he'll be around to sign autographs. He's going to try to medal in both the pool and open water um, in the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. Also, Haley Anderson is qualified for the Olympics. She's coming. Uh, Becca Mann. So, you know, we, we've been talking about all the amazing people coming, but also some local uh, real rock star open water swimmers who are uh, metal hopefuls in Tokyo 2020. So if you have any swimmers and young kids who want to come and meet some real, real swimming champions, uh, they'll be there as well. How, All right, how, Joe, Quinn, we gotta, how do people, we gotta wrap the, Joe, we got to wrap it up. we got to wrap this up. Got to wrap it up. Quinn, how do people get in touch with Wowza? Yeah. Um, so for this weekend, go to wowzaoceanfest.com. Um, for everything else, go to openwaterswimming.com. Uh, you can reach out to me personally, Quinn, at openwaterswimming.com. We are all things open water, and uh, we're trying to bring – more people, uh, get them out there, get them wet, have them enjoy the space, protect our oceans. Um, and I hope okay. to see you all this weekend. Yeah, man. And Quinn, please share this with everyone on the planet interested in open water swimming. <laughs> Can you do that? I certainly will. I certainly will. All love. right. Uh, all right. That's our show, ladies thank and gentlemen. Thank you so much we'll for your see time, you tomorrow. I want to thank and I want to thank the uh, the South Bay community for embracing us. Um, it's really been a treat. So I hope to see you all out this weekend. Awesome. We'll see you all this weekend. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. <laughs> Bye, guys. That's our show. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.